Ron Luchesna. Okay, what episode is this, 10? This is 10. Ooh. Wow, 10. Yeah. That's a pretty big Please number. text uh, win to 200-200 for your reward. Are you serious right now? Seriously? No. Oh. Because okay. I would have texted. Yeah, me too. I, but it's, I it's not even the bottom of the hour, so. That's true. Come on, Andrew. Get with the times. I'm sorry. Text lose to 100, <laughs> 300. <laughs> Simon, I can't believe you got me actually into texting those radio things. I've actually done that a few times last Wait, year. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, 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 100. Dude, and I texted the group once. I was like, "Hey guys, text yeah, win, I whatever." Saw that. And I heard none of you responded. So I'm like, you know, screw you guys. Like, I'm not even going to contribute. Like, I'm just going to oh, get no, this. No, 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 because I already had texted it when you. Texted oh, I see. It. I see. All right. Well, then you uh, didn't share it with the group. You already shared it. This is this is a team. This is a team <laughs> thing, man. You already shared it. I did. Don't do it on my own. You know your 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 attitude is funnily enough related to the topic of today's episode. What? Okay. The Dao of Poo. Is it Dao or Tao? Tao. Dao. 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 It's Dao. Okay. It's Dao. Okay. Hundred percent. What about the vowel Poo? It's it's Dao. Okay. Before we start, though. Um, I love the guy. So in the, near the beginning of the book, right? He explains to you how to pronounce poo. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You catch that? Yes. It's like, it's not like I'm the reading. bear poo where it's like too much. Ooh, it's like poo. <laughs> like, like you're pretending to blow a fly off of your yeah. arm. Like, poo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, this is a very good test of our microphone, um, pop filter. If you can hear the pop in the poo, <laughs> yes. but, um, uh, I spent the, the subsequent five minutes just like pretending like I'm blowing a fly off of my arm and saying boo over and over again. Bravo. So, yes, Bravo. thank you, Andrew. Thank you. <laughs> so, Andrew is a resident Taoist in the room. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort I kind of fell off of, fell off of it when I stopped listening to Chinese children's stories. But, um, yeah, the, the basics are there. Okay, so genetically you are a Taoist. Because obviously that's how Taoism works. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Never mind the fact that my parents are both like Buddhists. But uh, yeah. There you go. And Simon has no idea what the hell Taoism is. I mean, until or, not until like until read this it. book. Yes, I learned it in high school, but I kind of zoned out. Okay, so the he has no is, idea. Did this book teach you more or less than high school? Um. Well, I I didn't remember anything, so. It, I guess it taught me more. See, so in, in the pursuit of knowledge, you can either learn more or just forget everything you know so that you can only learn a little bit, in which case you learned. Right. Mm. Both equates to learning. Yes. More than you did before. Yes. But I was a different person. I will say I did read this book in high school. Oh. And I remember that the the thing you had to do to get an A in that class, like for all the homework assignments, was just write something along the lines of, you know, just just go with the flow, man. Like just, yeah, just, just nature, go with the flow, dude. nature, and like wood, trees, and like rivers, and like not flow letting the rivers like the water down yeah, yeah. a mountain stream. Like you're, you're exactly, you're you're a, you're a reed in the river, just flowing with the with the flow. Yeah. And then I got an A. Yeah. There you go. Which is how Taoism works. Anyway, other acceptable responses would have been uh, grass blowing in the wind. Ooh, uh, that's nice. Mountain sturdy and still as a mountain. 
until avalanches come, but you know, <laughs> still is about, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, there will, I will be really interested to know how humans today practice Taoism. Um, Do you, know, Andrew? I, yeah, um, I did my whole life basically. Did you? And look yeah, how Andrew mostly. turned out pretty good. Yeah. So I think Andrew, I mean, Taoism is a pretty, pretty solid thing. Yeah, but I mean, the whole point of Taoism is you never overthink things. You always go off your. Do you know Andrew? Oh, that's true. I feel like in some cases you like perfectly personify Taoism, in other cases you are like the absolute opposite. opposite. Like you just stress about certain things. I mean, there. Uh, yes. Listen, you can only get so far with like a three-year education via fables. That's very um, true. Was, but also your idea of food just every time every time i think of food i always think of you andrew and like your idea of Taoism. like you just eat anything in sight like you don't care if it tastes bad like if it's edible you just eat it yeah, yeah. I, I love how your skype your your skype status message if it's edible eat it it's is like Dallas. a perfect it's, yeah it's it a very it Dallas. it is, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm surprised it took us 10 years to realize that your that message is a Taoist uh principle like yeah. you're basically expressing your inner Taoism. like i every time i think of poo in a way i think of you well there's also a very big message of Taoism in um my favorite franchise that of dragon ball where it's like do wait, wait dragon ball or dragon ball yeah. z dragon ball dragon ball z the whole franchise is dragon ball but like oh, I didn't know the that. idea okay. of like d go with the flow until something massively terrible goes wrong then you because the a lot of the problems in that whole franchise is like, don't do anything until it gets really bad, and then maybe, maybe then start paying attention. Mm. Well, like, yeah, it's much like coronavirus. Crazy. Anyway, right? Indeed. Um, <laughs> America's uh, attitude. Yes. Let's begin um, with political. So, did it, did either one of you know the historical, like where Taoism came from? Uh, do you, are you referring to the beginning of the book with the three paintings and the? Sure. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, By the way, I, I suggest that for this episode, and obviously, I guess if people are listening, will they would have known if we did this or not. But for this episode, I suggest that we pose our own photograph of three dudes like around a bowl of vinegar. And like Simon will have an expression, Andrew will have an expression, and I'll have an expression. Uh, sure, seeing as how I've never actually tried vinegar, I mean, I've had. Excuse me. You've never. No, I mean, I've had like salad with like oil and vinegar, but like I've never actually tried vinegar. Simon, you're very young. Anyway, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, there was one point too. That there was one point in my childhood where um, I was on a dumpling craze, and I kept on eating dumplings for New Year's and stuff, and then it occurred to me like. I love dipping dumplings in vinegar. So how would vinegar taste all on its own? It must be absolutely ecstatic or it must be amazing. Did you smile when you tasted it? I smiled. I filled a bowl with vinegar and then I tipped it back and uh, immediately stopped. Uh, Stop smiling. <laughs> I mean, after the first one, I just like kind of choked a bit and I was like, oh, that's a, that, that was a bit more than I was expecting. Okay, okay, so you could be the dude who's smiling. Yeah. I won't know because I've never tried it. Um, I think Simon will be the one that thinks it's bitter. Probably. AKA Simon's Buddha. Oh, jeez, okay. Um, <laughs> and that means that that leaves sourness. But see, I feel like sourness could go... Like, it doesn't have to be negatively sour. It could be positively sour, like Sour Patch Kids. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? It could be like yeah, smiley yeah, sour. Yeah, yeah. But you tried vinegar, haven't you? Of course I have. Yeah. But so. well, then you'd be overthinking like the Confucianist. Ah, perfect. Uh, you see, you see, you see. Good, good, good job, Andrew. Yes. There you go. So yes, Confucianist. Um, so sour was Confucianist, right? Bitter yeah. was Buddha, Buddha, Buddhist, and smiling was, smile uh, was Taoist. Yeah. And the Confucianists thought that, like, they thought that we need, we all needed rules, and like all yeah. of our ancestral um, wisdom and and things like that. Yep, right. Buddha thinks suffering comes from desiring things and and, and yep. materialism and all that stuff. Uh, Buddha's like the guy who would grit his teeth to just get through the ordeal. Like, right. This, yeah, this is just another step in my journey to Nirvana. I actually picture Buddha just like licking his finger and be like, "I must suffer this <laughs> in order to get past this physical thing, which is vinegar." It right. kind of, kind of ruins the image when you think of Buddha being a fat guy on a pedestal. Hmm. I wonder, yes, that, that is how he's portrayed a lot. The most popular interpretation. The most popular, yeah. Although, would you say that humans apply all those three principles, like, all together without knowing that they do? The culture of China they... is heavily based on those three schools of thought. Like, you, you follow strongly one or all of those schools of thought. I think I follow, which one is the over, I, I overthink things a lot. Um, I don't Confucianist? Yeah. I think I follow Confucianism more than I do the other two. Although I think I think saying that Confucianism equals you overthink things a lot, I think that's oversimplifying it. It, it is very uh, by an incredible degree. Uh, but like because there is one um there's one saying that my parents love the most and can uh they cite this from Confucianist teachings that like the middle way is the best. Like don't go to either extreme. And I feel like that's a slight merging. That's kind of Taoist if you think about it. It's kind of like just go with the, you know, like just like. Yeah. But China's a maybe, huge melting pot of ideas, and we're probably misrepresenting a lot of these. But um, yes, big disclaimer: we are not experts. Nope. Right. We know yeah. absolutely nothing, which now gives us license to talk about absolutely everything. As it says in our description. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. So. I especially like this because obviously I like Winnie the Pooh <laughs> and anything in the context of Winnie the Pooh is, is I think entertaining, right? Simon, did you catch what Taoism actually, like what the word actually means? Uh, yeah, so it's basically following um, nature in its course and- No, 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 what the word, like those translated, what does the word mean? Uh, no, I didn't catch it. it I mean, as you're seeing, oh, as the way, the way, the way, right? Ooh, you took your hand off the rook, man. I'm sorry, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, yes, the way. So yeah. technically, the Dao Poo means the way of Poo, right? As in yeah. the way of Poo Bear. I should write a book called The Way of Chestnut. Anyway, um, happy oh. serenity underlying humor, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> I don't know, as you does. Does, do you ever use that word? Is that I'm assuming it's Chinese, right? Um, yeah, it is. But every time I say Tao, I think of uh, or Tao like it's pronounced more like doll, and that makes me think <laughs> of the school of thought that's associated can, with it. Can you use that in a sentence that has nothing to do with Taoism? Like, could you say that's the way this works, or or like that's, that's the way? way uh huh, uh huh. I like it. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Not really. It's 
I mean, there's a word that sounds similar to it, like dolly, which is like um, ideas or reasoning, but it's not. No, I'm. So I'm not you wouldn't use a word in a in a regular in conversation, right? Normally, no. Oh, interesting. Okay. Interesting. I didn't know there, that. Or if there is a word, then it's I, I assumed it to be a homophone, not to be the exact same word. And that's Mandarin, right? Like the word Tao, that, or is it in Cantonese as well? I mean, it's across all the dialects. Across, okay, yeah. Can you say that again, Andrew? It's across all the dialects. No, no, dialects. The, the, the word. Tao. Oh, okay. No, I'm not even going to try to... Okay. Yeah. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> um... I completely forgot about the whole uncarved block thing. Oh, yeah. Like, I remember, like, we spent so much time in class talking about, the like, the uncarved block, which is, like, the main symbolism thing in Taoism, <laughs> or, like, at, at least expressed in this book about Taoism, mm, right? I think he gave the analogy of, like, a tree being uncut and the, what was the other one? I, uh, I don't what, remember. I don't remember any of this being taught in high school. I think I just coasted by on what I knew. Yeah. Like, yeah very um very me just aren't you afraid of not paying attention in class and no i'll just i'll just show up to the quiz if i get it i get it if i don't, yeah. I, don't. I like how he's like you know Pooh, can you explain the uncarved block and he's like what's the uncarved block it's you buddy it's you <laughs> literally you <Yeah. laughs> and he at all uh he said we won't try too hard to explain um because that'll only confuse things <laughs> which I like as just a, a, a principle to go through life on because it's like, Hey, we won't try. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We want to try. Like, that's how he basically introduces his whole book. It's like, we're not going to try too hard because that'll just confuse you, <laughs> which I feel like in another context would be like him calling me stupid, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can go this chronology, but like what, what parts did you guys like or didn't like? I mean, I, I liked the, the, the uh, whole, I don't think there's something I didn't like about it. Um, I think the thing to point out is that in this book, they, they specifically say simple, like, so the whole thing of Taoism is like simplicity, right? Yeah. But they specifically say simplicity does not necessarily mean stupid. Right. Which I feel like if a lot of people read this book without the context, they might think like, oh, so they're just trying to say that be stupid. Or like yeah, people who read people who read Winnie the Pooh, who don't know about this book, they might be like, "Oh, he's just a stupid bear, right?" Yeah, it's not uh, the idea of just not overcomplicating things, which is very different yeah. from saying like this stupid. Is... Uh, he also gave the example of like a scholar um, in the I forgot what chapter it was. Uh, he said something like a scholar basically writes essays that um that we uh like normal people cannot understand uh oh yeah 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 i think uh, he was trying to use owl for that what was it um the, the the wise aren't learned and learned aren't wise something like that right Lao Tzu. yeah Lao Tzu. how do you say yeah. that dude's name okay and I'm, I'm not gonna i'm not gonna try that either but Lao Tzu, um if you will <laughs> okay. Um, he does break down the wood, right? He said a rabbit has, has knowledge for the sake of being clever. Yeah. Owl is the has knowledge for the sake of being wise. Yeah, but not practical. Really. And Eeyore 
is knowledge for the sake of complaining. Basically. Right. <laughs> I, I love that so much. I really enjoyed that one. <laughs> yes. Knowledge for the sake of, of complaining. Very relevant in today's society. <laughs> yeah, that me, in a way. No, because that implies you have knowledge. Boom! No, wow. anyway. Uh, um, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Simon. Mm. <laughs> you are what you choose to be. You are what you are. I also like the message, uh, it was somewhere in the middle of the book where it said, um, if you don't like it, something, bleh, if you don't like something about yourself, use it to your benefit, use it to oh. benefit you or, and then, yeah. Can you give an example of that, Simon, in your own life? Oh God. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, how about this? I, 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 while you think I will, I will add on to those four rabbit, um, what was it? Rabbit, owl, and, and Eeyore. Uh, Eeyore. Uh, Tigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't know what he can't do, so he does it anyway. Right. Yep. And that whole limit thing, he learned his limit. Yes. Now, Tigger is just kind of stupid. <laughs> can Tiggers climb trees? Why, of course they can. Of and course, we can do anything. Bounce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, one example of me is that so. For those, well, obviously you guys are listening to this. Um, I'm pretty small, so. Um, okay, hold on, let, let me paint this picture. Si Simon yeah. is like 120 pounds, soaking wet. He's like five foot, maybe. Did you say soaking wet? Yeah, it's an expression. Oh. Five, three. Simon also doesn't really get out much. Uh, <laughs> five, two, five, I would three. say. Five, two, okay. But listen, we we add an inch for Andrew, okay? Not not for not for you. Shush. <laughs> um, five three, okay. We'll say five three, uh, and you have like size five and a half feet. Seven. <laughs> okay, anyway. sure. Anyway, he he's small. Continue. Um, and so like, everyone who looks at me or like the way I walk into a room, I'm kind of viewed as like a cute little puppy. So. Uh, I'm cringing over here, but then go, yes. Uh, so I used to hate that, but then... I guess you're just I, like unconscious over there. But then like we, we also talked about, oh, I can use that to my advantage because some people actually like that. Or like I can be kind of goofy with that whole thing. So I think it's like the, the awkward kid in middle school who realizes that he can like start cracking jokes and make people like... like it realizes yeah. that you don't have to be quote unquote cool to have friends. Right. Like you can like start being de self deprecating and Hey, that was me. Make jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the other yesterday at the beach, we all went to the beach. We did do um, all go to the beach yesterday. That yeah. by the way, I will say my shoulders are feeling it, man. And that was kind of, uh, I was kind of being all like goofy in the water towards the end, making weird noises. Mm. Sure. Yeah. Let's just say that was uh, <laughs> that that was uh, deliberate on your part. Yes. It's okay. Simon's <laughs> new to Taoism. It's uh, he, he's okay. Um, <laughs> some, it, oh, I I I do agree with you though. That equation um, represented in the middle of the book was very. It's a huge part of um, you know that it reminds me humongously. If anybody's watched the Mulan movie made by Disney, um, I have not. Where like. The um, the Han leader, he's finally he's cornered the emperor, and he's like, uh, bow to your new master. <laughs> and like the emperor is like, 
much like how a mountain cannot bow to bow to the howling wind, I too cannot bow to you. And it's like uh, basically um, this whole idea of being yielding when you need to be and unyielding when you don't need to be, uh, turning negatives into positives and remaining steadfast in others. It's a very big part of uh, the Taoist philosophy. I think that was right. very well said, Andrew. Yes. Isn't there a new Mulan movie coming out soon? There's a live action one. I hear there's a bit of controversy around it, but that's new. Do you know what the controversy about? Um, maybe that the main character is at, played by a Caucasian girl, which is a bit ridiculous because... Is, it char- is the real character Caucasian? The real character like, is... I mean... Isn't the main character Asian? I mean... Are you talking about the story or? Yeah, dude, I, I, it's been a long time. I don't remember it too well. Yeah, no, the whole story takes place in China or Asia. Like oh, and they're saying that the main character should be Chinese because it takes place yes, in China. Okay, and, then, okay. And I mean, literally, I don't think it should make a difference as long as they have all the mannerisms down, but yeah. I wonder if there's going to be like a Chinese version, like, not dubbed, but you know, you can choose a different like remake. No, just, yeah. Yeah, or not even a remake, just you can choose the. Like, I uh, doubt it because I don't think Disney has ever done that before. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But yeah, tangents aside, uh, aside um, Taoism through the lens of Winnie the Pooh. I didn't think it would work so well as it did. Oh, so this is the first time you're reading this, right? Yeah, first time I'm reading it. And uh, interesting. What'd you think? I mean, we'll it, give scores in the end, but like in general, it works really, really well. And I wonder if the creator for Winnie the Pooh ever contemplated this. <laughs> yeah. Or you, you think he he's like a closet Taoist, just like trying to put, you know, trying to teach like little American kids like Taoism without actually saying it's from China. I, I think more likely he's just a very lucky cartoonist, but he's an I mean, imposter. If he did, then, <laughs> then props to him. Very big props to him. Yeah, it's well, awesome. one thing I will say is I'm, okay, what do you guys think? What age group is this book for? High school, probably. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. I would yeah. say I would say it's relevant, like in terms of studying it or like reading it, you know, for that purpose, I would say high school. But I, don't I think know if, it's like little kids will understand that though. Like little kids that watch Winnie the Pooh, I don't know if they'd understand. No, no, no. But I mean, I think you could read as early as middle school and like get something out of it. Yeah. And yeah. you could read it as old as, you know, 85 or whatever and still like yeah. dig it. Um, I will say we've been pretty complimentary of Taoism to this point. I will point out one thing that I don't agree with <laughs> is I think there, like science exists for a reason. Yeah. Right. And it has its place. So, like, he said a few things, like, he, like, you know, he's like, oh, we don't have to examine everything through an electron microscope, yeah. you know? No. We don't have to, like, if it's like, oh, why do birds fly south of the winter? Instinct, a.k.a. we don't know. <laughs> like, but I feel like, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like, <laughs> science has done some, like, pretty awesome things, right? Like, yeah. a lot of, like, whatever, cured, medi- like, medicines and, and, and treatments and technologies you know like yes. eco friend like i don't know but we yeah. we're not going to talk about wh- why science is good right science is good uh technology is awesome yes so 
I think like to, to, I, I think it's oversimplifying to dismiss science is oversimplifying simplicity. But you know it what is, I mean? It's, um, like, I, I think you could be a Taoist computer programmer and could. be an awesome programmer because you sure. would like take out all the fluff from your program and have like only the most simplest equations and have it work perfectly, you know? Right. Yeah. With any ideology, when you take it to the extreme, there are some things that don't quite um, follow through. And one of the biggest complaints of Taoism, I think, is uh, the idea that you're being too complacent. Um, you're too reactionary almost right you're just going through the motions right you're just like letting things yeah. happen to you yeah. instead of making things happen yeah when I in guess. actuality a lot of today is due in part to our um i guess our drive to at seek at for advancement um much like how i guess i don't know funding for the military or um, funding research labs for all these things. I mean, good things come out of it. Well, think about like this book. If it wasn't for technology, this book would not have been published. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. And I don't even, I mean, yes, like audiobook and, and the internet and stuff like that, but even just like regular paperback, like mm -hmm. binding then, and distribution of products, aka book, like that's the type of technology, right? But then do you think the author himself agrees with these types of? things he's writing about or you think he's just writing based on the teachings of i would assume that he agrees with most if not all of it otherwise why would he write it i mean I like i said no one takes an ideology to the ex absolute extreme right because then right. well you shouldn't not that yeah, no one does you right you really shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> any, any ideology yeah um yeah but no i mean you know we were we were pretty complimentary so i would say that's like one thing that I feel like most not not that I have like a like a convention of Taoists like living around the block for me that I share thoughts with on a daily basis, but like no, just me, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, just your friendly panda dude living up in the Bronx. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but so but so I feel like most people don't take it to that extreme to like completely dismiss like oh we shouldn't rely like like all technology is bad blah blah. But like I think it's worth noting. That, that like that there is disconnected you know yeah yeah so um, take it for what it's worth um like the major takeaway i take away from this is just not when things seem to be pressing in on you and you have so much pressure in your life maybe just take a step back and try to look at them through as uncomplicated a lens as possible and uh, yeah simplify simplify go with the flow and uh there. it does worlds of good to uh being stressed and stuff so there's a uh, a military or i guess an, an acronym used in the military and some other communities called i think i told you guys it's called kiss k-i-s-s -S, keep it simple stupid oh uh, yes mm -hmm. yes aka stop overcomplicating things just keep it simple yeah. <laughs> i think that's like you know if you had to boil this book down it's or Taoism down it's basically simple. keep the keep it simple buddy yes. like yeah Stop overthinking it. Yep. And I feel like that's that's a takeaway that can, can like apply that. to I mean, a I lot. I agree of with that takeaway, honestly. Like I, um, I mean, from a person, I mean, we all went to college. I mean, and I will say, like, when I get readings that I need to do that are written by, you know, researchers, 
I feel like my time gets wasted because these people just don't get to the point fast enough. So, and well, that's literally what, like, that's how I, that's how you're taught to write academically, right? Academic writing is like making it sound like literally I, multiple times I've gotten assignments back or like this is, I mean, early in college where it's like, yeah. it's, this is an awesome idea. It sounds amazing, but you need to make it sound more professional. You need to use bigger words and like they literally yeah. basically was saying oh, it's really annoyed it up. and i'm like please give us more padding yeah, yeah no i <sighs> anyway and then ironically i have a class after that called business writing where they're like please just keep it simple and get to the point quickly yeah try to get you out of this mindset so uh, I can right it took me like a good like at least a few months no more than that almost a year to like break the habit of just automatically fluffing things up. Yeah. Right. And I mean, and I, I have a habit of sometimes doing it. Like I'll, I'll use extra words and repetitive words, but yeah. also it's just like, I do wonder, is there a value in that? Like, well, okay. When teaching it to someone, like I do wonder if people should look at the education system and think, okay, are we teaching them? how to write properly for the rest of their lives because most people unless you're becoming the scholar probably don't write the way that right. they do. Well I think for the most part well first of all that that's member Toulouse and and Fordham. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Toulouse. That's why that's why he was so popular I think. Um his professor I had and uh, Simon's cousin actually had too Andrew. Oh. Um he's a poly political science professor. He basically, like, all his writing was short to the point, like, he had word maximum limits. Like, where wow. it's like, you cannot submit more than this. You can do it as short as you want to, like, get the point across. You can do, like, 30 words, but you cannot nice. write more than, like, and it was, I mean, it, it literally was the complete opposite of what you were taught in college, you know? Right. That's, yeah, that's um, but, one basic thing I hate about college. So. Yeah. And, um, but honestly, to, to play devil's advocate for a second, I would say the benefit of, of learning how to, like, fluff things up that much and, and really, like, pad is I feel like it teaches you a manipulation of the English language that you would not know otherwise. Like it really teaches you how to get nuanced with words and I mean, yeah, use like, language. Like I, I, I feel like I write pretty well. And I think part of that is learning how to make things sound way, very, very fluffed up. You know what I mean? Like it definitely is. you can probably be more sneaky in the sense that like, if you're trying to find a loophole for something, if you write a certain way, um, you can probably get away with something. Right. And I feel like a lot of my vocabulary too came from that, like trying to find big, you know, like yeah, when I write a proposal now or like a strategic plan or like anything like that, like obviously it's nowhere near as fluffed up as like, academic right. writing but I feel like I'm drawing on certain principles that I learned. I guess I do it too without realizing it, or I did it in the past without realizing it. I just never really accounted it towards that. I mean, I agree with the vocabulary and I think a huge part of it is also just learning to structure things. Um, uh, Cause I don't know, how often do you use these super long essay structures? So um, being able to find ways to incorporate that into your education is a bit, uh, I think difficult to say the least. I'll go one step further. How often do you actually you write essays when you're not <laughs> in school? Yeah. Right? right. Like the closest thing to an essay is like a multi-page, like out, you know, business outline or proposal or like app grant. App, I don't know. Like, yeah. Like when the hell do you write a five paragraph essay? 
in real life, right? Like it's just right. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, write it in my diary. You yeah, must have a, a really boring diary, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> in conclusion, um, introduction, three body paragraphs. Um, and summation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I hate it when they're like, no, you cannot use conclusion, like the word conclusion in your conclusion. I'll be like, okay. In summation. <laughs> <laughs> to conclude. And then, <laughs> yeah. Like another professor was like, you can use to sum it all up. And I'm like, so in conclusion is wrong, but to sum it all up, is fine. Right. You can use synonyms or like, you know, yeah. Oh my God. That's, yeah. yeah. That's really annoying. Yeah. School guys. But school, school. Hopefully a few changes come along the way. Um, very that's true. We'll see. Comes. Yeah. We'll see. At risk of um, dating ourselves. Say again? At the risk of dating this podcast. Uh, yeah, if you're listening to this for like years from now and like schools, you know, you like you basically are like the Jetsons where you sit in a pod and this big like fishbowl that's inverted <laughs> comes down and lowers over your skull and you're beamed information through your skull, then clearly this does not apply to you. <laughs> no, this is how it was back in the day, kids. <laughs> yeah. No, right? But if it's not like the Jetsons, that's an awesome show, by the way. I used to like no experience. the no Jetsons experience. and the Flintstones. What? I, I, I like the I've heard of the Flintstones. But like, but... I don't remember anything, though, because I watched that back when I was like three or These were like old. Gar- like, I think these were like like out in the 80s, 70s, like 70s, well, 80s. Actually, I was thinking of doing a voiceover acting classes back in a couple of like a year ago. And one of the teachers I was going to sign up with uh, had worked as a lead on the Flintstones lending his voice. Really? So, what was he? Uh, I don't remember. If you say Fred Flintstone out. or Barney, I'm going to freak. I, I could yeah. find out, actually. Man. Uh, in the words of the Flintstones, yabba, dabba, do. Do. <laughs> <laughs> Which, now I think about it, is very similar to Scooby-Doo. A little bit. I mean... Okay, maybe very similar is a stretch. <laughs> you, you know what they say, uh, imitation is the best form of flattery. Dude, I, I... Okay, we're, like, completely going off topic, but I, I recently rewatched this, like, the live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Oh, yeah? Right? And I don't remember which, what, like, what the name of it was. It was one, like, one of the recent ones. No, not recent, like, one of the more recent ones. Sure. And there is such a blatant reference to marijuana <laughs> in that beginning. Like literally, like Scooby and Shaggy are in the back of a van and oh. all you see is like steam or like smoke just venting out of the top of this I van. I remember that episode. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then they're like, oh, we're going to get so toasted, guys. Like literally. <laughs> oh, God. And, then they, and then they show them inside the van and they're like roasting hot dogs over a fire or something. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the it, most stupid. Oh my it God. amazes me how much underground references there are to this so-called uh, menace to society, the way that it was dealt with legally. But in cartoons, there's just like so so much reference to it, it's especially it's, old cartoons, right? Yeah. Like, and I think it's because of the gag element it provides, like how the realistic element of humor provides to those shows. And nowadays, like, you look at it and you say, oh, like, from an educational standpoint, it is harmless. And 
I mean, I don't know. I, I guess the closest equivalent I could think of nowadays is like randomly killing a cartoon character to for us as a slapstick. But like, I think it's very interesting how those things evolve over time through um, societal. Oh, it's absolutely guess, the same. And then and it goes through yeah. like periods where it's acceptable and other periods where it's not, right? And the same <laughs> thing can be said for language or different like, um, um, for sure. what is it, uh, literary, not literary, but like tools and things that they use, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, 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 yeah, it's super insane. Like Scooby Snacks, like those are literally edible. Ed- edibles. Yes. Like that's what it is. Scooby <laughs> Snacks yeah. and... Uh, does anyone ever realize, or, like think how weird it is for a group of people to just be riding around the countryside in a van <laughs> right like uh, it's four it's four people and a dog just riding around their van like a countryside in a van and they barely the mystery. see their parents yeah yeah like, they, they almost never see their parents it's called the mystery machine <laughs> it's it like wow as like the meddling kids <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, dude! I love that. Is if I had to pick like a favorite cartoon that is on the top three easily, top three. Yeah, easily. Sure. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite cartoon? I mean, so I, I, I never really watched many cartoons. Uh, okay, so you never you never had like a favorite one. No. Okay, what about you, Asher? Yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Dragon Ball franchise is the one. Dragon I Ball, yeah, okay. All right, no, no, but like cartoon, like like not anime. Oh, <laughs> not actually, Asian. I changed. I take back that back. Okay. I think probably from what I watched would be the Last Airbender. Oh my I mean, god, dude! I was in Jersey last week or two, right? They yeah. were rewatching the entire Avatar: Last Airbender. Dude, it's really uh, all. It's, it's really good, but it's funny because it wasn't meant to be binged originally. Like, oh, they they the, binged it, bro. They watched like a uh, hundred episodes in like the week. Like, it was it was bad. It was really bad. So many people are binging it now because, like, I think something is coming out soon. I think it, they just put on Netflix or something. Oh, or it just it just got on one of the services. Mm. I'm I'm just so shocked by how many people are coming into it this year, and it's. Like someone did a video essay about it and they were talking about how one of its best qualities is that it didn't need to be binged. Like it got the best TV rating reviews because every episode was a self-contained story or nearly every episode. Yeah. But I mean, the overall, there was an overarching plot. There is. And there are other series like that and they're becoming more and more popular now because of um, how binge based our, entertainment consumption is right well if you think about it if if you're content in watching one episode where like each episode is a self-contained plot mm-hmm. what's like there's no value of binging it right because like you have a right. end, a, an opening and a closing so there i feel like a, so but, but i'm saying like i feel like commercially those franchises make a lot less money because people just don't like compare that to like a series where people just have to get through and they watch it addicted to it right yes but i think it's those shows that straddle the line between being being um plot oriented and episode episodic it's those that are really beginning to shine nowadays like last airbender straddles the line between episodic and having an overarching plot otherwise it would be in the same category as like spongebob or something where it's very episodic i feel like Um, okay i was gonna say that i feel like it 
it has to have a strong overarching plot though to succeed but then i'm thinking about different shows even like non-cartoons and that's not even, that's that's not exactly true think like friends yeah friends um, had like yeah. each episode had was its own contained thing there were like overarching themes yeah yeah but it, the, I, like e- like the, the the plot within each episode was a lot stronger than the overarching theme right the overarching theme was like barely there right yeah and yet it worked amazingly yes. it does. like big bang theory like a little bit more overarching <laughs> theme but still like nowhere you know still a lot more self-contained episode right. yeah very much um compared to like what's another big i guess like uh, uh breaking bad right that's that yeah or, like, i was the, gonna mention that lost and oh. then after lost was breaking bad i feel right mm, and then I'm like kind of shattered into a bunch of different shows i'm talking like yeah. big societal like what everyone you know right right and i feel like yeah. those two were more focused on overarching plots plots and i don't know, man i guess i guess it's just if it's a good show or not <laughs> right yeah. are you a fan of the last year bender i've never I, I've, I've seen like a half of one episode Wait, I thought you said last week everyone binged it. Or no, no, no. Like when I when I went to Jersey, there were people. There were like a few folks there who were uh, binging. Like literally, I'd go to sleep and they like I'd hear it in the basement, like going. I like I recognize uh, the voice and I, I well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I woke up in the morning and like it was still going. I'm like Jesus Christ, guys, like let's go to sleep. <laughs> Next time we're hanging out or watching the last Airbender. Oh hell no! Uh, why not? Hell no! <laughs> why not? I feel like I mean, that's something. I could Go probably ahead. pick a few that you might be interested in, but okay, uh, I will be open to watching one or two episodes. But I feel like that's like as a grown ass man, right? There has to be something in cartoons that draw me to it, other than just the story. But right, Avatar like I could watch Scooby Doo much... because it's the story, but also it's like you know a bunch of stoner kids in a van. Like it's funny, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I guess, but Avatar has a lot of Asian philosophies behind it it does uh, and actually a lot of Dao's philosophies are represented by one of the side characters um old uh, uncle, uncle iroh who is yeah. literally the fan favorite of every person who watches the series because mm-hmm. iroh is a super chill and just like please uncle sit down and drink your jasmine tea and drink your jasmine tea wait does he really say that <laughs> yes he does oh my he's God, like that's it awesome. is good for your health and he got like everyone's like uh, Iowa, you used to be a general of the army. What What are your greatest dreams now? What, what do you aspire to? Because like, I just want to sit down and open my tea shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you're you're starting to convince me, Andrew. All right, we might we might have to watch a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you do a very good job. You you do like a very convincing Asian old man. Yeah, you do. You do. Like in sixty years, I can picture you on your on your porch, like talking about tea shops. Uh, right. Um, what's the name of the kid? Uh, uh, the main character. The main yeah, character. Yeah. Uh, Avatar. Uh, Ing. Right. No. Um, Ang. Ang or something. Ang. Uh, yeah. Put, put, yeah. It's Ang. It's Ang. Oh, okay. Ing. Yeah. Ing. Ang. Right. No. Yeah. My bad. It was a year, It was a couple of years ago. Uh. Did you like Cora, Andrew? No. Okay, my cousin said I think some people like Cora better than last year. Bender, I haven't seen Cora. What's so Cora? I, I hear I hear Cora is great or fantastic from an animation point of view. Like the graphics are just so much more vivid and clear uh, and look way better than Last Airbender. But what from is a that? Story perspective. It's um, 
Core is the sequel to Last Airbender. Airbender, yeah. And oh. it's um the character the characterization and story are not as well done. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, okay. Though the overarching plot is much stronger, which, you know, mm. a lot of people argue hurts the style of Last Airbender or uh, the Avatar series. Right. Yeah. Is this like Naruto and then Shippuden? <clears throat> uh, no, because Shippuden was done well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, from, from my point of view, it's very divisive in the fandom. Very divisive. Yeah, th- thanks for dividing the crowd, Andrew. <laughs> like half of them like hate your guts and the other half are exactly. like, yeah, Andrew. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, but, uh, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Uh... It only took us 10 episodes to divide our crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. You're with me or you're against me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 episodes, man. I did say that if we do hit 50, we would do like a s- special episode huh. featuring huh. Andrew's talents. I'm, I'm licking my chops. Oh, um, um, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Sure, sure, Panda. <laughs> licking. Also, when we first started calling you Panda, like years ago, right? I never actually put it together with Panda Express, like the Chinese takeout. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, neither did I. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought people were joking around. I was like, I can't believe, wait, there's an actual franchise called that? Like, it- Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. But I feel like it'd be wow. slightly racially charged if I call you Panda Express, like out in public with people who don't get the background. <laughs> wait, have yeah, you guys ever tried exactly. Panda Express? No. I tried it once, it was decent. Yeah, same. I had it first time. Actually, I had the only time I've ever had it was in Six Flags. Uh, the one around uh, here? Six, yeah. The, the yeah, near, yeah, yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's a good representation of, of a franchise's quality. Like if you have it at a theme park. Probably not, honestly. But Honestly, dude, I'm kind of excited for... Um, I know like Disney's planning on reopening, but like with limitations on how many people can be in the park because of you know the virus and stuff. Yeah, and obviously prices on the tickets. So far, they are not. So far, so far, it's the same prices because, like, financially, they're able to operate on. I don't remember if it was like a third or quarter capacity and still break even and like still make some money. Wow. So I, I I could be completely wrong. I heard about this a couple weeks ago, but (laughs) one thing that would be interesting is I wonder if Disney trips will be like not horrible now because you don't have to wait three hours to get onto oh, one ride. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I wonder that place was always so crowded. I remember I went there twice. Which one? The Disney world. That's Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You ever been to land in no. LA? No. And you, what about you? Either one? I thought about it, but no, um, no, neither. I, I, one you thing know, I, I really want to check out. So I, I've never been to Disney. Actually, well, if I, I don't remember if I went to Disney World or not in Florida. If I did, it was like when I was really young. But I went to land in, in California, and I went to Disney in Tokyo. Hmm. But I've never been to Disney in China. Huh. And I feel like that would be just such an entertaining experience just to see how it is. You know what I mean? If there's anything different. Right. Uh, I guess you'd have to find Mickey or whoever's dressed up as Mickey. Um, yeah, yeah, like, like, I don't know. Chinese Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Be very. Um, it would be, it would be super interesting, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Think like, I don't know. Think, think Chinese Scooby Doo. Like, yeah. it's just like it's just you oh, know. Oh man, is that a thing? I need to look I, that up. Oh now. my god, we need to look that up, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
what did I, what have I done? <laughs> no, no, dude, there's gotta be like a Chinese dubbed version of Scooby-Doo. Can you imagine? Yeah, this, this reminds me of, um, that one time I found a YouTube video where it's SpongeBob singing a song. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a video that said SpongeBob singing it in 15 different languages. And, oh, like, wow. oh. and two of those 15 were different versions in French. So I, I have to oh imagine God. French, French, and Canadian. Oh my God. French. Can you imagine Scooby Doo in French? Like uh, a French Scooby? And at one point in the song, like, uh, SpongeBob was supposed to beatbox, right? But oh, no. I don't know whose idea it was in the French dub. Instead of beatboxing, it just sounds like he's gagging the whole time. Oh, <laughs> it's no. just like, oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Oh my god! I'm YouTubing that when we get up and get off this thing, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. wow, that's awesome. Wow. Okay. Well, we've but been to see, many places. We have taken the Dow away and just let it flow naturally. Yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. we've taken it with the Dow away, and we are left with poo, but not like the bear, or not you know, the uncarved wood. No, please right. put your practice to good use. We we just take off the H, and we're left with P O O. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, overall overall ratings, I guess, Andrew, out of five, how, what do you give this book? Uh, I'd give it, I'd say a solid four. Yeah, solid. solid. Four. Simon? I'll go with that too. Yeah, same four. Fours all around. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, cool. we hit a place where no one thought we would go, a.k.a. double-digit episodic numbers. Yes. Mm. It's all downhill from here, guys. Next step is 100, so, or I guess 50. Yeah. Yep. 50 is a fun number. 50 is well, a fun number, especially if Andrew brings his special skills. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Yep. Let's just say it has something to do with two letters that are the same. That may or may not also be a pastry franchise. It's okay. Just, just leave, okay. leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. All right. That's um, it, guys. Andrew Jang, thanks for coming again. Thanks for being our resident knowledge and ex- uh, expert on all things Asian philosophy. Yes. yes uh, please, when you fact check, do limit your cursing to a minimum. <laughs> or, or curse at him in Chinese. He's learning his, <laughs> right. his mother tongue right now. Like, yes. He knows it, but like he's learning it at, like, academically. Right. Slowly and painfully. Slowly and painfully. So please address all complaints in Mandarin, right? Mandarin? Yeah. Yes. In Mandarin. Mandarin. <laughs> <laughs> please address all complaints in Mandarin to uh, Mr. Andrew Panda. Uh, uh, yes. He resides in, yeah, up, up over there. Over there. Over that hill. Well, educate right me in my fluffing. Uh, um, okay. Uh, Simon, thanks for coming again. Thank you. For thanks for me. bringing your... I don't know what you brought, but th- thanks anyway. Wow. All right. <laughs> You're welcome. And I'm Francesco. So that's about it. See y'all next time. See you next time. All right. Round of chestnuts.